next to the Solduck River because it's named after you know the James, James Brown adults. James Browns, yep. yeah. James Mellard Brown, <laughs> Solduck. <laughs> I'm a Solduck. What happened in the Solduck? Nothing. Something had to. Well, years ago, a big thunderbird fought like the giant man lizard. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Speaking of beavers, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. Uh, uh, I don't do that anymore. So. Yeah. Well, okay. So this, as advertised, is our uh, season finale. For the second season. Season two finale. We only made it 70, what, 77 episodes into season two? Something like mm-hmm. that. And then uh, decided to abruptly change yep, to season three. God forbid we go to 100 or anything rational. <laughs> but it's mostly because the, the pandemic is waning on us. We're able to record in, together again instead of over Zoom. So we figured we'd go do it out at a cabin, an under, undisclosed location outside the whole rainforest on the uh, western coast of Washington-ish. Yeah. Near near Forks for all you fucking vampire Sparkly vampire idiots. people. Uh, which there's, man, they're still humping that train dry, aren't they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. I will say the Thriftway is fucking dope. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking hardware store, sporting goods store, grocery store, you like can, all in one. You can buy a Rainier t-shirt. Um, not much ammo. There's not, not a lot of ammo left in Forks. Yeah. They did have stun guns, though. They did have stun guns. They had uh, two packs of bear mace. That's economical. <laughs> and then they had uh, garlic uh, garlic Parmesan chicken wings in the hot case, so I, I endorse that. Yeah. Maybe I'm going back there tomorrow. That sounds fucking awesome. It's breakfast. They also have Rainier Seltzer, they which do. Uh, I'm, I'm finishing my final White Claw right now, and once this is done, I'm going to switch to Rainier Seltzer. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm excited to try the nondescript apple flavor. Yeah. Less excited about lemon. That just sounds kind of pedestrian, but I'm yeah, always down for the Huckleberry, though. So. The, Huck- the Huckleberry was the Ooh. one I'm fucking stoked for. Well, yeah, we're outside of Beaver, Oregon. Uh, Washington, dummy. Oh, yeah, it's Washington. Beaver, Oregon. <laughs> there is Beaver, Oregon. I think Bo mm-hmm. is actually projecting himself Beaver here Tim. right now. Yep. He's, he's not actually we're here. We're outside of Beaver, Ohio. <laughs> And uh, Beaver, Venezuela. <laughs> no, we're, yeah, we're outside of Beaver, Washington. <laughs> Just a short. If Beaver you take a ferry shot from Seattle, uh, sister city, Sappho. Yep, Sappho. Yep. What do you know about Sappho? Sounds like a. It sounds like some like uh, comic characters, like a uh, catchphrase. And then Sappho. Yep. Got him. Sappho, right the asshole. <laughs> or he's like the missing uh, Marx brother. Yep. Someone Sapo they Mark. keep under the stairs in a cr- crate and <laughs> feed, them, feed, them, feed them fish, fish heads. <laughs> so I guess, uh, Tony, let's let her buck. What do you know about Castor Canadiensis? Mm. 
Those are the wheels that I put on the bottom of my tool tool cart. Okay. No. Oh, uh, we we went through this before. Castor canadiensis means like uh, it's known for its what castor gland. Yep. Uh, which you can make a lot of shit with. Um, Canadian, Canadian is, and then densis means like chews on shit, right? No. Uh, it's just uh, literally teeth, long teeth. Literally, castor is just like Greek for beaver, basically. Oh, okay. And then Canadians is fucking from Canada, so oh, okay. It's fucking beavers from Canada. Yeah, except for they're not just from Canada, right? They, uh, 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 I mean, originally they were kind of like not worldwide, but they're all over Eurasia and uh, and North America. And there is, is still such a thing as a Eurasian beaver, but they were hunted mostly to extinction. Long time ago, which is why uh, a lot of the guys we talk about on a weekly basis were out here trying to catch the North American beavers to make what? A fucking hats? That's it! Hey, hey, hey. You want a million bucks? 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 Yes, hats. Okay, mostly, cool. mostly hats. And so, condoms. And condoms and uh, <laughs> and luxury sedans. Um, Ooh, I want to see the beaver luxury sedan. Yeah, it's called a... Lincoln Continental. Um, that Lincoln Logs. Oh, what got it. Look, I, that, was, that was a walk. Well yeah, well, yeah, I made that up right before I said it. And it's like, <laughs> is this going to sink or swim? <laughs> kind of just floating midwater, I suppose. Yep. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're going to, we're gonna instead of concentrating on uh, uh, atrocities or people or anything, we're just going to talk about beavers today since we're Hooray! in beaver. Good. I don't feel like feeling sad. Right now, oh, we're, you'll probably feel we're, pretty sad. We're literally sitting around a fire, getting shit faced. Uh, mm-hmm. The sun is almost all the way down. We're next to a dope ass river. Let's just let's have a good one this time. Yeah. Okay. Although I know how you fucking operate, so I'm sure I'm going to be pissed about something. Really you'll, you'll, I mean, if you if you like the rape of the natural world, you probably <laughs> you know. But anyway, we'll kick her off. Comic Sans. Oh, NPR NPR voice. <laughs> like Bo said, from the genius caster. Uh, the North American beaver is much larger than the Eurasian beaver. They're the second largest rodent in the world, next to capybaras. Yep. Holy you shit. Do all that dumb dancing by your place there. What? Capybaras? Yeah, the Brazilian shiatsu dancing. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, are you talking about my house? Yeah. The oh. Bra- Brazilian... Uh... They're breakdance fighting. Taste my pain! It's capoeira. capoeira. Capoeira, yeah. Same thing. Capoeira. <laughs> well, and for those people, I'm sure a lot of people know what a capybara is, yeah. but like, you know, it's like a, it's a big fucking guinea pig that lives in the water, basically. It's like, a, what, a 200-pound Yeah, it's like a thing. guinea pig the size of a bear, like a small bear. Yeah, p- like real small bear. Mm-hmm. Which there used to be beavers the size of small bear in the Pleistocene. Holy but, shit. Yeah. What do they call them? Cave beavers. Cave beavers. <laughs> It's like everything else. What is this? Like a cave bear? <laughs> Saber-toothed beaver. Cave lion. Cave lion. Small-faced bear? Small-faced beaver? Cave short-faced bear. Oh, short-faced bear. Sorry. It's Don't been a long time since we did that episode. Short-faced bear. Who's going to? Yeah, in the time of the, uh, the, when the bison had long horns and the bears had short faces and the elephants were woolly, there was, there was big fucking beavers. Yeah. Uh, they have the largest effect on their environment besides humans. Yep. Because of the huge amounts of diapers they generate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like humans? Mm-hmm. So that makes them a keystone species, mm, which means keystone, they only drink, <laughs> drink keystone. 
I'm surprised you didn't bring them with you. I looked at them in my fridge, and I decided to keep them in there <laughs> to teach them a lesson I mean, it's, on sucking. They would become an invasive species if you brought them here yeah. and left them in the fridge here. Yeah, they would they, start multiplying in the fucking woods. They would have invaded my guts last night, and I'd have woken up not feeling happy. Uh, they're monogamous. 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 Beavers don't fuck around. Nope. They hold their territory by marking it with scent mounds made of mud, debris, and castorium. Yeah, castorium. Urine-based substance excreted to the beavers' caster sacks. Mm, caster sacks. That sounds delicious. Well, like, urine-based urine-based liquid is a fucking... That's a phrase that I'm going to have to remember. <laughs> urine-based liquid? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, beavers can also recognize their kin from anal gland secretions. Oh, wait, urine-based liquid. I, we were just talking about Keystone. I just thought about that. <laughs> so that means they're more likely to tolerate their kin as neighbors. Show me your asshole. Yep. Steve, what's up, man? Yeah. Let me smell your urine-based liquid. You <laughs> uh, they're the national animal of Canada. Mm-hmm. Which surprised the shit out of your girlfriend because she thought it was the moose. Yeah. Fuck no, it's the proud, mighty beaver. Mm-hmm. The mighty beaver sounds like Results. a strip club so hard. Definitely. <laughs> for, like, for like weightlifting women. Yeah, like, totally. It's like a, a bodybuilding strippers. Straight up CrossFit gym slash fucking strip club. <laughs> oh, she gets naked and flips a giant tire. Flip a tire, there. climb a pole. <laughs> Bend the stripper pole in half. Yep. Uh, castorium has been used in medicine, perfume, and food flavoring. Mmm, food flavoring. So that urine-based liquid uh, goes in. I did a little bit of research on that and, like, what it goes. A lot of times it was used in vanilla-based stuff and Mm -hmm. artificial strawberry were the two kind of most common. Yep. But apparently um, it's more like uh, it just gives the fake flavor more zazz. It's not like they just, like, ring out a beaver's fucking stink sack and... You yeah, know, it's, it's like a Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce or like a, like MSG. Uh, uh, the guy, one guy can compare it to like truffle oil. Like yeah, you yeah. Do like a little dabble, do you? Yep. And apparently like um, the national like consumption of it uh, in the United States, you know, you know it's gone down somewhat because we have all these, you know, wonderful chemicals we can make taste like bananas and shit. Um, but like apparently there's only about 200 pounds of it used at this point. That are actually sold. They don't say how much was used, but how much gets sold for food consumption. It is FDA. Oh, like current day? Yeah, and it is FDA approved as a food additive. Holy shit. Uh, but it's pretty much used in microscopic amounts and probably in some of this like bespoke shit. You're not like getting like a drumstick ice cream cone with some sure, sure. beaver right. urine Dr- liquid. Drumstick ice creams are made by fucking the Dow Chemical Company. Yes. <laughs> fucking the same thing that makes uh, like Armor All for your tire. It's the same. <laughs> Same you stuff. Know, same Yoga shit. mats, yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, Subway bread, yeah, all that shit. <laughs> fucking double A batteries. <laughs> but so it's actually, uh, I think we we talked about this a while ago, but uh, it's basically kind of like uh, that shit ambergris. It's like ambergris, only legal to possess. First yeah. Of all. So if you don't know what ambergris is, a long time ago people used to use it in in uh, stinky shit you put on your body. What's mm-hmm. it called? Perfume. Um, but you would like a lot of times you whalers would like. Extract it from the whales, but sometimes you can find it actually like floating. Like the whale, yeah. whales pop out of the water, blow their fucking blowhole, and a bunch of snot and or shit comes out. Or when they die and they rot, it yeah. falls out. Yeah. And uh, mm. so you just scoop it up off the 
you know, ocean. Well, I read it's it's mostly on the sperm whales, and I think it's kind of like akin to like earwax. It like yeah. fucking builds up in their auditory, you know, because they echolocate or whatever the fuck, like a big swimmy bat. Ooh, like thing. Echo the Dolphin. Yes. I fucking love that it's, game. Yeah. What? Echo Hi- the Dolphin for Sega. Hippie. It's um, awesome. What does he? What does he do? You just swim around, eat herring, and like fuck holes in the bottom of the sea? Or? No, you got to beat up like bad dolphins. You're a dolphin. You have to beat up other bad dolphins, and you have like a uh, thing where you like, ee! and it like shoots off these waves of sound, and you can like, uh, you, I don't know. It's like your superpower. And then a tuna trawler comes and game over, <laughs> right. or like, well, and then you uh, you learn how to walk, and then uh, you take over the human society. Awesome. Well, that's perfect. Also, aren't dolphins like one of the rapier species? Oh yeah, we've talked yeah. about that. Okay. But, uh, you know how they get them out of tuna nets? Harpoons? No, somebody just, a couple guys just swim out. They lower the net by just, you know, sitting on it. They just swim out. Oh. <laughs> Dolphins. That's Not the tuna. That was kind of fucking anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be I, like, I, like oh, I got to get my hand dropped and fucking, <laughs> yeah, like, right. yeah. gotta, I had to suck his dolphin dick yeah. to come out of the He pool. wouldn't leave until <laughs> I put out fucking... Um, Dolphin's but, got the fucking monster truck T-shirt on. He's like slamming keystones, just like <laughs> fucking master. I ain't going fucking nowhere. I know my rights. Yeah, Asshole. fucking sea Suck villains. That dick. <laughs> Every one of them charlatans. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like amber. It's one of those animal substances, or like um, that coke cochineal. Huh? Like it's made out of little bugs, and it's like red dye. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what yeah. they make. Uh, they used to use it as a food additive, too, to make mm-hmm. red foods, and they use it to dye, like, fabrics and shit. And it's just, like, these weird little female bugs they scrape off the cactus, and it takes, like, a quadrillion of them to make a fucking ounce of it or whatever the fuck. Like, it's like one of those things, like... It's a good thing Vermilion came along. Like, I think Vermilion might actually be made out of that. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> I'd have to, I have to check that. Motherfuckers getting shot off their horses for that shit. Well, dude. I'm just saying, like, like who's the fucking first guy? Like, oh, you know what you do? Scrape up all these bugs and like, make some lipstick. Oh, you know what would be really good on this fucking Sunday? Some urine-based liquid from a beaver's asshole. Shut up, Terry. Oh, fine. We'll fucking do it once. Your way. Just think of the 39 other things they tried before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. shit. <laughs> well, the skunk juice didn't work. And, uh, uh, the badger just didn't take kindly to us rubbing it on our skin, so, yeah. I don't know, but uh, either which way, yeah, fucking castorium, and I don't know where we at. <laughs> uh, the word beaver comes from Old English for BO4 or B4. B4, B4. Or the German word is Bieber. Yep. So Bieber? All, yeah, all those people that make Justice just Bieber jokes like... It's fucking true. Yeah, kind of. It's spelled differently. <laughs> yeah. I went to um, the Anne Frank Museum, and they'd said that she was into pop culture. And, and at the end of, of an over a two-hour visit, I said, I, I hope she would have been a believer. Not Did you mean that if the Nazis had not taken her and she lived to be in her 80s, she would have liked your music, presumably due to you know loss of hearing? Or, because I can see how this could get lost in translation, I think that you were talking about time travel and that you think that if you could build a machine and go back to visit Anne Frank, she would have been a believer then. Is that, is that true? Because I don't know what to believe. I want to be a time traveler. Uh, the Dutch word is uh, bever. 
That's yep. a baver. Uh, basically, it's Indo-European word for brown. Real creative. <laughs> cool. Hey, what's the movie called? call this thing? Brown? It's like the guy who named the orange. <laughs> like. The castor comes from the Greek word for beaver. I think we already said that. Yep. The American beaver is longer. Got a bigger tail. Oh, yeah. Way longer. Uh, the Eurasian beaver has 48 chromosomes to the Americans' 40. Ah. So that prevents them from interbreeding. Even oh, no. I, I'm sure they'll probably try, but... So they're autistic? Yeah. Kinda. Isn't that when you have too many chromosomes? I don't know. Why don't you count your chromosomes and find out? <laughs> I count all my chromosomes on one hand, dude. <laughs> with Or with... Oh, fuck. I fucked that up. Chromosome. You give us a nut. No. <laughs> so the Miocene era, did he talk about that? That guy's name was Castroides in North America and Trongotherium in Eurasia. Ooh, Trongotherium. Sick. Sounds like a tropical disease. Yeah. <laughs> Castorides was seven foot long and up to 275 pounds. That was the Egyptian yeah. one, right? Yeah, it was a big beaver. Mm-hmm. They can swim at five miles an hour. Jesus Christ. How the fuck did we know that? Chase one. And go. <laughs> Fucking clocked it. Cop sitting there. Radar uh, gun. Good thing because their genitals are inside their body. Mm-hmm. They have a cloaca. Which is unique amongst, uh, well, not unique, but like, you know, birds have cloacas, but most mammals don't. What is that? That's like uh, where your asshole and your urethra and your birth canal and the females are all the same hole. Oh, okay. That's why birds, when they take a shit, it has the white shit and yeah, the yeah. black shit, you know, a that's the urine and the poop kind of. Cool. So beavers kind of have that shit going on, and that, that'll come into play here shortly when we talk about their testicles, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, they can digest 30% of cellulose. Mm. Uh, their feces take the form of sawdust. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if I buy that one. I, I just yeah. imagine like a cloud of sawdust. Just like, like a wood chip. Or like picturing the movie Fargo. Yeah. You know, just beaver's asshole shooting out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the females awesome. produce 19% fat milk. Mmm, let's make some beaver cheese. Jesus yeah, that's Christ higher than real. any other rodents. Uh, the castor sacs are located between the kidneys and the bladder. Uh, the anal glands produce an oily substance, mm. which they rub on their fur to make it waterproof. Nice. Oh, cool. Uh, vision in the beaver is comparably poor, not seen that well compared to an otter underwater anyway. Uh, they can hold their breath for 15 minutes. But uh, they usually don't. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a fucking humble brag. You know, I can hold my breath for like yeah, 15 minutes. Totally. I, I, I'm not going to right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm I just, totally yeah. Well, I could. Uh, North American beavers were introduced to Finland in 1937, then spread to Russia. Uh, then they sent them to Tierra del Fuego in 1946. And now know. they're invasive as shit down there. Yeah. I don't know if that was to escape the uh, war crimes tribunal. Yeah. Or or not. With the rest <laughs> of the Nazis. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, and they went to uh, <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> uh, estimated between 6 and 12 million by the late 20th century. Um, fraction of the 60 to 400 million before the fur trade. Wow. 
Uh, in Tierra del Fuego, it's estimated between 35,000 and 50,000. It's a lot of beaver. Mm-hmm. During spring and summer, beavers eat leaves, fern, kind of green stuff. During the fall, more woody stuff. Why uh, would that be? Because there's no leaves? No. Give that man a fucking gold star. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> they store food for winter inside their lodges. Well, and they also do shit like uh, they do the thing where they, like, take a bunch of live trees and, like, secure them underwater with rocks and shit. So it's, like, Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. keeps it from rotting and also keeps, like, deer and shit from eating it. Sick. Uh, they build dams, of course, to live in a pond. So they have a house and somewhere to store their food. Uh, if materials are scarce, though, they can burrow into a bank. Give me your fucking money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, we just did the James James yeah. Gang. I was like, cool. Now he's wearing a monster truck T-shirt, drunk as fuck on <laughs> Keystone with a like a fucking red mask around his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could fall a tree six inches wide in less than fifty minutes. God damn, dude. That's some chewing. One, uh, if you've ever been around those fuckers, like when they're chewing on, you can actually hear it. It's like just this. It's exactly what you expect. It's like a yeah. wood chisel noise. Crunch, 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 you know. Here we go, Rainier Seltzer, Huckleberry. Let's see how... Is it angel piss or what? Oh, shit, that's really fucking good. All right, get it at the bar. You know when, like, sometimes these are, like, I don't know, like, just too heavy or syrupy almost? Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, nice and light. No. That's excellent. Good job, Rainier, I guess. Good job. Uh, The space inside the lodge is called a living chamber. Wow, that's a creative name. Mm-hmm. It's above the water line. Imagine that. Mm. They have a dining area near the water, though. Oh, nice, like a breakfast nook. Mm-hmm. Where's the kitchen? Uh, as beavers get older, they get better at building lodges and dams. Weird. Start putting on patios and <laughs> sunroof. Uh, I have seven pinball machines. <laughs> more experienced families can build a 20-foot wide and 7-foot high home there. Jesus, I could live in that fucking thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some guys did, like, I think was it, like, John Coulter supposedly, like, hid in a beaver lodge when he was running away from the Blackfeet? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Because there's all kinds of shit will crawl up in those, like, it was cool. I was watching something and they had, um, they put trail cam type things inside a beaver lodge. It's like the dead of winter, and there's like frogs and turtles and shit in there. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, anybody else is like... It's like warm, so they're like yeah, yeah. Like muskrats, like cohabitates. Like the guy on the couch is a muskrat. <laughs> and like, you know. Not a drummer. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, who's to say he't not? You don't. <laughs> oh, uh, they contribute to global warming. Contribute to? Because if they make a dam on permafrost, it'll melt the soil. Ah, oh, those sons of bitches. Damn. Well, and now we got to go back nothing. to exterminating them. Yep. Uh, mating takes place in the water. It takes that's dangerous, man. Thirty seconds to three minutes. Oh, <laughs> fucking! Was not. it good for you? <laughs> <laughs> Insert the fucking uh, uh, MacGruber. <laughs> oh yeah, love making. That scene. was another white claw. I don't want another white claw. I want. It. Where's the apple? Give me the. Yeah. Give me the apple, you bitch. Throw another this log in that fire, too. Yeah, where's, the, where's the logs? Uh, babies are called kits. Kit? Yep. yep. Okay. Oh, that's the fucking, that's uh, Baloo's buddy in uh, Tailspin. Kit. Mm. 
what is he? I can't. He's a in nondescript furry guy. Maybe he's a fucking. Maybe he's a beaver. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. Mm -hmm. But he does have like this little, uh, like, telescoping boomerang thing that like unfolds, and he can like surf on the back from the back of the plane. What the fuck? He's like cloud surfing. I guess shit. I never watched Tailspin. I didn't realize that it was a fucking dimension nightmare. It's that it's never pretty, ends. It's pretty weird. There was a uh, what was the episode where they like. They were at this place where, like, a bunch of other, like, airplane uh, pilots were like hanging Maverick out. and Iceman are hanging out? Well, no, it's like, uh, they're, like, long-haul truckers because they're all hauling shit, you know? So, Baloo's basically, like, Han Solo, and uh, he's, like, you know, hauling fucking questionable goods and shit. But like uh cocaine? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But uh, they 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 get mad at some other guy. They find out this other dude is like stealing from everybody and so they're like tar and feather him and they're like we don't have any tar ah oh, dang it we don't have any feathers ah and he's like what do we got he's like i got grease and i got spoons grease and spoon him grease and spoon him and they cover a guy in grease and drop spoons on him beautiful yep makes sense this shit is all right this fucking apple rainier shit is, is pretty good too yeah. yeah fucking a man good job rainier Good job. Uh, they slap their tails if they're threatened to warn others. Like with their hands? Slap their tails? No. Yeah. On yeah. the ground, right? Like in the water. In the water. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've seen them do that. They will occasionally attack humans and even kill them. Oh, yeah. Sick. Like the guy in Belarus. There was a <laughs> there was a, a bag of fuck. I, I tried my most desperate to like find the video because when it f first killed the guy, I saw a video of it. But then it's kind of been scrubbed from the. We'll go on like Daily Motion or something. Yeah, I have to, yeah, fucking the dark web. Yeah, Rotten.com or something. Yeah, but uh, no, and like this fucking thing, it bit him in his like femoral artery. There's femoral artery, and he like bled the fuck out. But he was also trying to like pick it up and take a picture with it. But that thing is, I mean, up. okay, this fucking thing has teeth that can shoot through a fucking tree. And it can weigh up to sixty pounds. Does that sound like anything you want to fuck with? Fuck no, dude. <laughs> no. Plus, it's got urine-based liquid in its... <laughs> <laughs> and it'll fuck you in 30 to... Yeah, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> what, what happened? I'm bleeding out. My butt hurts. <laughs> smell like urine-based liquid. Uh, beavers can spread giardiasis. Mm -hmm. Or beaver fever. Beaver oh, fever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, what, that just gives you, like, the trots and... Mm -hmm. That's why you got to filter your water if you're hiking in the mm -hmm. woods. Uh, ancient people thought their caster sacs were its testicles. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Okay, so I'm going to go in a rabbit hole on this for a second. Okay. Because I did some extensive <laughs> fucking research on the testicle yes. thing. <laughs> oh, man, so, the FBI's coming to your house so, so fucking hard. It led me down to things that, like, uh... uh like medieval England, there's like not tapestries, but kind of like manuscripts of pictures of people hunting beaver. Well, the thing is, you know, in medieval England, most people kind of tried to live in a town or a city. And if you were in the woods, you were kind of fucked because it was a terrifying place full of witches and wolves and, yep, you know, all this shit. And so a lot of the descriptions of animals that these artists are drawing, they've never seen the fucking animal. <laughs> so they, they kind of always draw the beavers. They kind of look like corgis with a little bit longer legs <laughs> and a little bit shorter nose. Oh, it's a high-riding corgi. They're usually kind of gray, but they do give them webbed feet, but they don't have the characteristic beaver tail. But they almost always show the nuts. 
on him. <laughs> and then there's usually like a guy riding a horse, like trying to spear the fucker. So I don't know wh- how the fuck you're chasing a beaver on a horse unless you had a seahorse or a hippo or something, <laughs> you know. But uh, the, they, the, the thought was because they were hunting them mostly for the castorium. Right. Uh, more than the fur, okay? And since they thought the castorium was in the nuts, which, as we talked about, the beaver has a fucking cloaca, so they don't have external nuts anyway. Right. But you can't see a beaver's nuts. It's internal nuts. But either which way, they, 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 they draw all these corgi beavers with their bean bags out, <laughs> and then in a lot of cases, the beaver is gnawing off its own testicles because the, the beaver knew that the hunter was after the castorium, so in order to save itself, it would chew off its own testicles and throw them back at the pursuing huntsman. What the fuck? Yeah, that's medieval, Which never medieval science. Well, no shit, it's medieval. I mean, like, literally what medieval. What the fuck? But that's what they thought was going down, is like the beaver would, like, sacrifice his nuts to keep from getting speared. And so there's a lot of great fucking illustrations that once we get back from the woods, I'll, I'll, we'll put them on the Instagram. But fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. That's rad. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sounds like in Japan, there's the tanuki, tanuki with the giant floaty nuts. They have like giant. I mean, in real life, tanuki looks. It's like a. It's literally it, a raccoon dog. It's a raccoon that is like descended from a dog. Yeah, I think it's actually a dog family and still. And they're vegetarian. Yeah, and they're from the dog family. You're vegetarian. You're fucking vegetarian. <laughs> uh, but anyways, like damn, fighting words. In uh, in the in Japanese like lore. They have giant nuts, like giant testicles. Like we're so, talking, I've seen some of those woodcuts where it's yeah, like a couple pillows, like like well, bed-sized pillows, well, so, hanging off like a toddler body. And the tanuki can like sh- uh, shape shift into anything, uh-huh. usually into a pretty woman or a kettle. I've seen or it a where kettle, they turn yeah. into a kettle. And they're drunk all the time. They always have a bot- jug of fucking sake with them, and uh, they can fly. They can use their giant nuts to fly. I've, I've seen woodcuts of them taking taking to the wing. Like it's like the worst flying monkey, fucking mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Which none of that shit's true, uh, what? but but also like they th- like wh- I saw wood cutting that was um it was like things fucking balls were big enough to take out a flock of birds. Oh yeah, where he's throwing it. I think you showed me that one. Yeah, he's throwing it up insane. like a net kind of. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Old old timey people were really into small animals nuts. I guess yeah. is, is the moral of that story. Well, they didn't have America's Funniest Home Videos yet, so no. I don't blame them. But yeah, so I thought that was fun with the beavers mm-hmm. chewing off their nuts and throwing them at the fucking Robin Hood or whatever. <laughs> uh, castorium is also used to bait the animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, castorium was used for a variety of medical purposes. Uh, Pliny the Elder, you always got to bring him up, suggested it could treat vertigo, seizures, flatulence, sciatica, and epilepsy. Good stuff. Flatulence. I like you, that farting is in there. Yep. You mix it with vinegar to cure hiccups. Oh, good. Uh, no. Or you just wait. You just wait till the hiccups Hold go away. Breath, Jesus. Like. Or it can cure toothaches if it's mixed with oil and injected into the ear with the side of the bad tooth. Ah! Oh, boy. It was also considered an anti-venom. Venom. Uh, used to treat hysteria in women. Oh, hysteria, because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, of course, that's because you have a toxic womb. Yep. <laughs> Need to be relieved somehow. Well, and that, they used that until they invented the vibrator, right? Yep. Because that was a... You you know you used to have to have your physician apply the vibrator for you? Yep. Because yep. that wasn't just a renegade pervert running around like, <laughs> I have a degree. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Renegade pervert. Maybe you're seeming kind of unhinged here. Why don't you come over to the office? And yeah, right. I'll fire up the fucking 
240 watt fucking master blaster here. Blizzard we'll call me right 2000. Castorium's properties come from the salicylic acid from willow and aspen trees. Mm. So that's kind of similar to aspirin. Mm. I was going to say, yeah, that's like uh, acetaminophen. That's actually somewhat legit, like maybe. Yeah. I don't think it'll cure the farts and the baldness or whatever, (laughs) but like. But if it it could be a mild pain reliever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You go ahead and do that. Nope. Get right in that beaver ass and yeah, just oh, motorboat it. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta fight past the cloaca and just really get to the good stuff. Uh, you could eat beaver tail at Lent. You could eat beaver tail. Yep. Because they that. were part beast and part fish. Yep. So they were they're exempt from the don't eat meat on Lent. Oh, thing. man. Which totally proves that that's bullshit. Well, yeah, well, they're not fish. Well, you know the whole thing for that, like, I, like it's speculated that that isn't even a religious thing. It's just the fact that the king was getting shit from the fishmongers because they weren't selling enough fish. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, on Fridays you're going to eat fish, you fuckheads." And then they had the church like co-opted into like, "Oh yeah, because Jesus or something." But it was more like economic <laughs> than religious. But now it's you know, wow. Now it's now that's why Arby's sells fish sandwiches during Lent. So there's that. Only during Lent? I think so. Like, they don't Is have it all thing? the time. Yeah. What the fuck? Look, go see if they have it right now. Go. Now. Uh, uh, Nearest Arby's is like 50 miles. <laughs> go. Oh, it's not too far. All right, you guys hold on while I... Bronson Swagger Records, in conjunction with Bronson Swagger Entertainment, proudly presents The Necroborn. The teens of Brodega Bay are about to take a crash course in archaeology. The Surf Pop Audio Drama of the Year, The Necroboard, available now everywhere you stream or download music. No, but the reason why they thought it was part beast, part fish, of course, the tail has a scaly texture. So, of course, it must be part beast, part fish. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Man, human beings were fucking stupid. You bet. They still are. Don't worry. Uh, Castorium is largely used in perfumes, suggesting a leather smell. Mm. Why don't they just use leather? (laughs) It's easier to get. Oh, shit. They don't have to diddle a cloaca. Of course, I think we... Mentioned that one time in uh, Sweden, they have beaver schnapps. Oh, oh yeah, with the castorium sack like in the fucking schnapps, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, I I try. That's the good stuff. I try anything once. Really? Well, you, I try no, what are you not doing anything. Later? I I tried that once. That's that's what I uh, gets cold. My, gets cold in the cabin. Yeah, I'm glad my door wanna, has a lock on. Want to snuggle <laughs> a little bit? You want to talk about uh, f- fur companies next? Yeah, well, let's let's uh, first of all, since we're already talking about castorium, and like you're saying, you can use it as bait. What they used to do in the olden olden times before you'd use like nowadays when you're a modern beaver, beaver trapper, you use what's called a conda bear trap, and that's a full body trap that just breaks their fucking back, so it's like instant death. But the old school ones was much more you know humane, not uh, where like you'd make sure you you were in kind of crotch deep water, right? And so you'd pound in the stake. And you put a beaver uh, urine water sack on it or smear that on there so they could smell that. 
they come looking for the other beaver, but you have a, a trap under the water, and it's got to be shallow enough water so the beaver will, instead of just staying swimming, it'll stand up on its hind legs and look around for the other beaver, thus catching its foot in the said trap, like, you know, a leg hole trap. It's like one of those bear traps? Yeah, but it's like a little one, yeah. Okay. But then, uh, oh, that's adorable. But then it freaks out because, of course, it's got a metal thing biting it yeah. under the water, and it tries to swim away, tries to swim away, and eventually gets tired and just sinks and drowns. But then it, you know, it's preserved under the water. No animals will come eat it, and you can come get it at your leisure. Oh Jesus! So um, that's how they used to do that back then. But now you kind of like set it up in a channel where you know they're going to be, and you kind of block it so they have to swim through the conda bear, and it just snaps down on it and breaks their back instantly. But uh, um, but yeah, back in the days, it was a little more like brutal. Jesus. And you know, every once in a while, they still find like old beaver traps. Like I, I know they picked, pulled one out of a stream in Oregon, like not super long ago. That was just like oh, like like from the eighteen yeah, or seventeen hundreds, like still sitting in there. That you know, some guy lost or like you know, never got to go pick up or whatever. But yeah, so we were talking about also like where well, we're about to talk about all the fur trading companies. But apparently, like, um, the, the fur trade in this country started before, long before it was, like, even a country. It was, like, the 16 fucking hundreds. And people were coming over and kind of fishing along the East Coast. And they would kind of do some incidental trading with, uh, with the natives before the hat craze in Europe. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, here's some beaver pelts. And then they also liked, um, the natives would a lot of times uh, sew together a bunch of pelts and make a coat. Well, when you're wearing the coat all the time, it really softens it up so they were nice and soft and supple, and they really wanted the used beaver coats. Sure, you know, sure. That was more prized than, like, a new one. Yeah, it's like pre-worn jeans. You know, and then that started to catch on, and then, you know, as colonization started to happen, uh, you know, then it became, like, the hat craze thing, and then it's like, well, this is a huge commodity we can exploit and eventually destroy and overrun like every fucking thing else mm-hmm. but uh any which way this led up to um at the time like they were like the exxon mobile and like shell of their time like all these like uh beaver hunting concerns and stuff like that and i think uh will's gonna start and it's also for our listeners like uh these are companies we've talked about before and we're gonna kind of give a little more in-depth overview of who they are and how they operate. But, cool. Yeah. yeah. Was it HPC that we talked about before? HPC we, and we then found Amer- out they Ameri- still- the first episode of American Fur Company, yes. which is John Astor. And then uh, I just remember being blown away that HPC still has a fucking website and they like they like own yeah. a ton of shit. Uh, what is it? What's the store like? The uh, it's um uh <sighs> off Saks off Fifth. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you can still buy like HPC branded blankets. Mm-hmm. And they're like stupid expensive. Yep. But yeah. Anyway. So the American Fur Company, we'll start with them. Uh, want to go back to episode one and find out all about that. But uh, that was founded by John Jacob Astor. Uh, it would rival HBC and the Northwest Company eventually. But in 1808 is when they started. But it was destroyed by the War of 1812, more or less. That and a lot of shitty look. Mm-hmm. Uh, five years later, though, Congress banned foreign traders from U.S. territory. Yeah, take that, Frenchie and Scotlandy. Yep. Making the American Fur Company the uh, kind of the biggest in the Great Lake region, anyway. But in 1821, they partnered with the Chateaus from St. Louis, uh, giving them a monopoly over the Missouri River region. Uh, then later in the Rockies. 
Uh, they made a practice of buying smaller companies and putting them out of business. Oh, oh who does that anymore? That's Walmart and then well, uh, Am- Amazon. Yeah, I'm sure glad that never happens these yeah. days. So they virtually cornered the market in 1830, at least the American side of things. Uh, Astor withdraws in 1834 and it split into smaller companies. To save expenses, many forts were closed. And after that, business started to decline. And most of the smaller companies failed in the 1850s. Okay. That's mostly because, A, they were running out of beaver, and, B, those the hats got uh, out of favor because they wanted to use silk hats instead. Because, mm-hmm. you know. So move on to Bent St. Vrain Company. I don't know shit about that. Uh, that was operated in New Mexico, Colorado, Texas. It still blows my fucking mind that there was a beaver trade in New Mexico. Cause yeah, it just no doesn't, shit. Mm-hmm. doesn't compute. There's... Plenty of high areas with enough streams and kind of far and few between, though. At least in the... This, this would be the west and more mountainous side of New Mexico, I would guess. Uh, that was formed by Charles Brent and Saron St. Vrain. Charles what? Bent. Bent. Oh, God. Get so Bent. My, sport, right? my, yep. my brain was like waiting for you to say Bronson. <clears throat> Brave stint replacing Andy Griffith in the Andy Griffith Show. Where's Otis? He's not in his cell. I shot him. Well, that's what? Now I'm going down to Emmett's Fix It Shop to fix Emmett. Uh, that was in St. Louis in 1830. A year later, they're joined by their brother William Bent and soon became second to the American Fur Company. They operated Bent's Fort and Fort St. Vrain, both in Colorado. Didn't Bent have to, like, blow up his fort or something to keep somebody else from taking it? Or Yeah, that was uh, the um, the Indian insurrection during the Mexican-American War. Is it really an insurrection if you were already there? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Just, like, fucking protecting your home? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Bent settled in Taos and directed the Santa Fe trade there. William Bent split his time between Pence Fort and his wife's people, the Cheyenne. Yay. Uh, Fort Adobe was short-lived and was abandoned in 1846. That's because the Comanches proved to be too hostile. What? Comanches? Nah. Get out of here. Uh, the ruins became Adobe Walls. Oh, we know about ding, that. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 1846, Charles Bent was appointed first civilian governor of New Mexico Territory because it was just newly won during the uh, Mexican-American War there. First you get the beaver, then you get the money, <laughs> then you get the power. Uh, January 19th, 1847, Charles Bent was killed by the Pueblo People's Uprising. During the Taos Revolt, which I think I actually remembered. Yeah, you were there, right? Yeah. Zip to zap. <laughs> 1849, Bent's Fort was closed. William Bent died on his Purgatory Ran- River Ranch in Colorado in 1869. Well, that sounds lovely. Purgatory River Ranch. Mm, down on the fucking Hellscape Canyon. And <laughs> it's the only b- river. The bleeding that, hills with yeah, the, the only river trees. that bleeds. Hands <laughs> on fire. Runs uphill. <laughs> Talking all the owls fly backwards and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then on to the Columbia Fur Company. 
1821 to 1827 in Michigan. Founded by Pablo Escobar. (laughs) (laughs) Feel the Uh, beavers with cocaine. Ride their hippos downstream to catch them. So when Hudson's Bay and the Northwest Company joined in 1821, some 900 employees were fired. Uh, Massive rounds of layoffs. Yep, they formed the Columbia Fur Company. Uh, they operated between the Upper Mississippi and Missouri rivers. Well, I got was Columbia Fur Company, and they didn't operate on the Columbia. Nope. Yeah, that's what kind of made me like, huh? Question mark. Also, there's not. I don't think there's a huge amount of beavers on the Columbia anyway, because it's right. too fast, a little, little large. Yeah. Like, hey, throw another fucking log on that shit. Uh, its headquarters were in Fort Tecumseh, in Central South Dakota. Uh, 1822, one mile north of Bad River, John Jacob Bastard. Oh, I got those. John Jacob Bastard. Yeah, got a bunch of ash on my... (laughs) Uh, So, John Jacob Bastard, who hated competition, bought out the Columbia in July 1827. Astor put uh, Kenneth McKenzie in charge of the Upper Missouri Outfit of the American Fur Company. Was that the same fucking McKenzie that was on the... Like uh, the whole Tonkin fucking Astoria thing? No, that would be uh, the guy who operated uh, Fort Union for Oh, him. that McKenzie. There are a lot of McKenzies. Mm-hmm. A lot of McKenzies out there. <coughs> of course, they operated out of Fort Pier in uh, South Dakota, too. And that's about it for those guys. Uh, moving on to Hudson's Bay. That's the big time. Yep. They were chartered in 1670 making it the oldest corporation in North America and one of the oldest in the world. Crazy, man. So many of its employees were the first whiteies to set foot on many of the lands in America and Canada. Uh, Its first headquarters was at the mouth of the Nelson River in northeast Manitoba there. Right, and was that kind of probably more in the day, like before they started actively trapping, you just kind of like pay Indians to bring in beaver pelts? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, other posts quickly dotted the area around Hudson's Bay. Uh, that's probably how they got their name, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing. Uh, HBC merged with the Northwest Company in 1821. So now they had a territory north all the way to the Arctic Ocean and west to the Pacific. Good God. For a corporation? Megalocorp. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. So basically they controlled all the trapping in the Pacific Northwest, too. They had their headquarters in Vancouver, Washington. To stifle any competition, they discouraged any United States settlement in the Pacific Northwest. Bastards. Uh, their trading posts kind of function as de facto governments, too. So at one time, the company was the largest landowner in the world, too. Fuck. Oh, shit. Total Amazon. Mm-hmm. All the way, dude. Uh, HBC established Fort Boise in 1834 to compete with the American Fur Company's Fort Hall, which they bought out in 1837, so they put them out of business there in Boise. They displayed abandoned wagons out front to discourage pioneers from moving on. Probably Holy with shit. skeletons kind of put, on them. like, junk cars, like, out in the driveway, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. But the monopoly would soon be broken by the first wagon train reaching Oregon in 1843. Soon thousands followed. Uh, by 1846, the United States got the Oregon Territory, so kick them out. Holy shit. It's just crazy to hear, like, like such fucking parallels, you know? Yeah. Such parallels. And also, you notice a lot of these 
you know, Fort Boise, Fort Pier. Yeah, yeah. They all became, like... Actual cities. Well, actual cities, a lot of cases, like, state capitals. And yeah. Like, so that tells you just how much uh, can be fueled by urine-flavored liquid or whatever the fuck you called it, <laughs> and, and hats, you know. Yeah. So, like, with this Bitcoin, Dogecoin shit, like... Yeah. Because you think it's dumb, does you know, it's been, it's been dumber. Yeah, it's been way dumber. Like... Urine and hats, baby. Well, the next thing, I'm going to put all my stocks in licorice and fucking fidget spinners. You know, like. <laughs> well, tulips were once the most actively traded market. Tulips? Tulips, like, back in the 1600s. What the fuck were they doing with the tulips? I don't know. They, like, discovered them in Turkey and it's like, I'm going to pay $10,000 for, for these tulips. Flower? Fucking discovered I c- tulips? I could understand, like, o- like uh, poppies for opium or something, but what the fuck do you do with a tulip? <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Jesus. Tiptoe through it. <laughs> it's a long, dusty road. It's a hot and heavy load. Uh, 1849, HBC moved its headquarters to Victoria, but still maintained a presence in Vancouver and other parts of the United States. Uh, 1860, they finally totally left. Uh, when the fur trade declined, HBC moved its to a mercantile business, selling vital goods to the Canadian West. Today, it's headquartered in Toronto and best known for its stores, the Bay, Zellers, Fields, and Home Fitters. Okay. Huh. We'll have to take your word on that, Canada. <laughs> it's all shit I've never heard of. <laughs> well, like, uh, what's their what's their Dunkin' Donuts like? Fucking oh, oh right. Tim Allen's. Tim Allen's. <laughs> no, it's no. Tim Horton. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim Horton. Yeah, I like Western Co. That's like the worst. Like, if you heard the word Western Co. Yeah, does that just sound like a parts store or some shit? But it's donuts. What, apparently, oh, that's a donut shop. I they're would... apparently famous around here. I've never. I, there used to be the one in mm. Ballard. I have no and idea. And I'm like, I don't want to eat a Western Co. Donut, but apparently oh, they're they're yeah. great. Fuck! There was one in Ballard. Uh, but I think, it just sounds so fucking generic. No, like, it sounds it sounds more like a, a communist like you, donut. No, like, where you buy like cowboy hats and fucking boots. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. Western Co. Western Outfitters, bolo ties, fifteen percent off. <laughs> uh, moving on to the Missouri Fur Company, they were founded in eighteen oh seven. It was dissolved and reorganized several times during its twenty year run there, until it finally ended in eighteen thirty. Uh, is that that's Manuel Lisa or is that the yep. Hugh Glass one? Okay. Manuel Lisa. Uh, that was in spring 1807. He led 50 or 60 men and built Fort Raymond at the confluence of the Yellowstone and Bighorn Rivers. Which actually, when you like, when you look at Google Maps, I got to stop by there next time I go to North Dakota because on Google Maps, there's just a pin that comes up that just says Manuel Lisa. And like you look at the picture and it's just like, a boat ramp on the Yellowstone. What? So I'm assuming it's where that might have been, like the okay. fort or whatever. I don't know. I got I to gotta go explore further. But I always just drive by it really fast on I-90. So I'm more into the automatic leases. Automatic yep. leases sounds like a race car driver or like a... <laughs> she don't, she don't use automatic. a stick. Automatic Lisa. <laughs> uh, so they come back with a bunch of pelts and form the company with the Chateaus and a few others, including... Andrew Henry and William Clark of of the Clark and Lewis comedy team. <laughs> yeah. That's how that's said. 
the first uh, expedition was for Meriwether Lewis to return emissaries back to the Mandan village. And, uh, to finish them off with more smallpox? or Yeah, probably. Uh, Beat them to death with a peace medal? They established Forts Lung, Missouri during that uh, 1809 there. Uh, returning to St. Louis where William Clark served as their agent. So basically he was also the, the governor of the whole thing at the time too. Rainier Lemon. Rainier Lemon? Rainier Lemon. That's gonna be that's gonna be the lackluster one, I think. I'm sure it's crisp and refreshing and will give me heartburn, but well, it's lovely. It barely tastes like lemon. It kinda tastes like nothing. So it's water. It's awesome. Okay. Uh the war of eighteen twelve kind of made things tough for them though. So they dissolved and reformed in eighteen nineteen. Uh Manuel Lisa died in eighteen twenty. Uh, Thomas Hempstead served as manager. Then the fur trade kind of becomes unstable when two of their posts were robbed by the Arikara. The Marines! Yep. After that, their debts kind of become to mount, and, uh, but they did hang in there for a little while and soon penetrated further west, opening Fort Benton. Oh, yeah. Trading with the Crow there. Mm-hmm. Uh, competition with HBC and the Rocky Mountain Fur Company Increased putting the company into more financial distress. Uh, May 31st, 1823, large Blackfoot war party ambushed Pilcher, the guy who was running it, and his men, killing seven and wounded four. They stole all their traps and pelts. Uh, Pilcher pulled his men back from the northwest, never to return. And by spring 1824, the company was bankrupt. Well, that'll happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got to get the Blackfoot clause on their insurance policy. Yep. So, like, you know, when the when you have like a hurricane, it's not the, you know, if you got the wind coverage, it's not the wind, it's the flood, and if you got the flood coverage, it's the wind. So, oh, well, yeah, I'm sorry, you got like Arikara and Sue on your insurance policy, but not, you're not covered for not Blackfoot. Blackfeet. So, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the Northwest Fur Company, they were headquartered in Montreal from 1779 to 1821. Holy shit. Uh, first couple of years was a loose association of Montreal merchants. 1783, they officially organized to compete with the HBC. Soon after, Roderick McKenzie and his cousin Alexander McKenzie expanded the Operation West. What's the second guy's name? Alistair? Alexander. Oh, Alexander. Oh. Gotcha. Could have just as well been Alistair. But. Uh, originally, they just had operations in the Red... The Cinnaboyne and Saskatchewan rivers, they're in uh, HBC land, Kanata, but later spread north and west to the Arctic and the Pacific. In Oregon country, they constructed posts in Washington and Idaho, and their first headquarters was at Grand Portage on Lake Superior, Thunder Bay, Ontario. Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. Uh, They were soon competing with the HBC, which caused much tension. The so H- much tension in the HBC. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was the, like, the HBC won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. <laughs> the HBC colony of Cinnaboya uh, on the uh, Red River. Creative. In present-day Manitoba. In 1811, a few years after that, uh, armed conflict broke out, which Northwest Company men destroyed the Red River colony. That's known as the Seven Oaks Massacre. Uh, The HBC retaliated by destroying the Northwest Company's post at 
Fort Gibraltar at Winnipeg. Holy That's awesome. Shit. That's some like total corporate raider shit. Like, yeah. It'd be like if fucking Google suddenly descended on the Amazon campus and they're like started fucking murdering you people. You know what reminds me of is like the Monty Python shit where they have the the, the corporate pirates or whatever. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The beginning of a, uh uh which Meaning of Life. Meaning of Life, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where like apparently that was like uh that was like supposed to be a fucking five minute little film. That uh, uh, Terry Gilliam made yeah, yeah. to like kind of like you know come before the actual movie, and uh, he just kept asking him for more money and more money, and it kept getting more elaborate, and they they ended up spending like something crazy on it, like it was a quarter of the fucking whole. Whatever they budget. spent on it, it was fucking so worth fucking it. So fucking good, you know. So fucking good. The uh, the SS permanent assurance or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yep. HMS permanent. HMS it's permanent fucking Brits, assurance. so it's always HMS. Yeah. The fucking uh, sailing the high seas of finance. Can I just ask with reference to your second point? When you say souls don't develop because people become distracted, has anyone noticed that building there before? What do we got? What you got? Uh, I can't tell. It's either lemon or I think it's lemon. What were you gonna say? Lemon or what? Apple. Oh, again, uh, I don't want to do lemons apple or assholes. Again. They all taste the same to me. Shove a fucking. We need to shove a fire a fire stick. What's that called? Wood straight down into there. Oh god. Work, work, work. So under pressure from the British under government. Pressure. Uh, the Northwest Company and HBC merged in July 1821. So if they, they couldn't get along, they just, yeah, they made them make up. Jesus Christ. Now kiss. So moving on to the Pacific Fur Company. That was part of the American Fur Company that operated in the Northwest from 1810 to 1813. It was founded by John Jacob Astor. This is the one you can go back to episode one and hear all about that one worked out swimmingly yep. yeah i'm i'm still especially like, captain thorn fucking employee of the month <laughs> <laughs> i'm still like really stoked about that one because that was like episode one and i fucking nailed his name yep. although it's oh, not yeah. that hard to nail i guess yeah fucking pat, name is pat John. yourself on the back you fucked up many times since then <laughs> <laughs> how long have the olympics been going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's reconnoitering <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, they established Fort Astoria, which was the first American settlement on the West Coast. Ooh, the lemon shit tastes like 7-Up. That's what I'm saying. It's not bad. It's fucking dope. I thought it was going to be more like Pine Sol or something. But save the next one for breakfast. Yeah, it's like Sprite. <laughs> kind of want to mix this one with vodka. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting... Crack on your cocaine, or yeah, exactly. cocaine on your crack. Oh well, yeah, it's all about the nose feel and the mouth feel and the, <laughs> the nose feel. Mmm, a cocaine sommelier. <laughs> this is a great nose feel. Yep. <laughs> Solid burn. My deviated septum is really getting the fucking notes. <laughs> so if you don't want to go back and listen to episode one, uh, their plan was to take furs to China and trade them for porcelain and silk and other stuff from the Orient and bring them back via Hawaii. But uh, eventually, the ship, the Tonquin, was blown up, and 
the overland expedition was also having all Fucked. sorts of fuckery. <laughs> also, when he said via Hawaii, it made me feel like they just hooked a boat motor onto Hawaii and yep. fucking drove it to China. And it's a hard ticket. <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> ticket to Hawaii. It's a hard ticket to Hawaii. It's not paradise all the time. It's a hard ticket to Hawaii. But they were captured by the British in the quote-unquote War of 1812, which basically you just row up to them and say, we're at war now. And yeah, say, you're okay. captured. <laughs> Let's fight. Them's fighting words. <laughs> And uh, Fort Astoria was renamed Fort George. That's it. That's it? <laughs> okay. Uh, on to the Rocky Mountain Fur Company, though. A.K.A. Ashley's 100, which yeah. we talked about Ooh. plenty of times. That's like episode, what, four or seven or... Probably four and seven. Twelve yep. or... Well, that's Hugh Glass. Oh, right. He was part of Ashley's 100. Yeah. Right? That's right. As was um, fucking... Probably Jim Bridger. Jim Bridger, that's right. So they started in St. Louis in 1822 by William Henry and uh, William Henry Ashley and Major Andrew Henry, just to make things complicated. Jesus Christ. And Henry McHenryson. <laughs> and uh, included in their hundred were Jed Smith, William Sublet, Jim Beckworth, Thomas Fitzpatrick. Holy and shit. David Edward Jackson. Fucking all-star cast. Mm-hmm. Ashley's 100. Tune in to NBC Sunday night. So unlike the rest of the uh, companies, they didn't rely on natives to do their trapping for them. They went out and did it themselves, which made life kind of dangerous for them. Um, they built no forts or trading posts, and they relied on the rendezvous system. Every summer to bring in furs and trade with the Indians there. So they were like the the like uh, the Uber or Lyft of the fur company. Like, fly your own car, fucking, you're not an employee, you're a mm-hmm. contract you're, worker. You're a gig worker. Yeah, gig worker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking gig economy. Uh, wow, there's so many more parallels to this than I actually expected. Capitalism be capitalism. Also, they would hold a rendezvous near a HBC post to draw off some of their trade with the Indians. Uh, 1826, Jed Smith, Bill Sublet, and David Jackson buy out uh, Henry and uh, Ashley there, and they uh, hire even more people. Uh, Jim Bridger, Joe Meek, and Kit Carson. Nice. Just fucking the hits just keep on coming. Fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone we've ever talked it's about. It's almost like most of the guys we talk about were in the fur trade <laughs> <laughs> until uh, they became in the ethnic cleansing trade. <laughs> So that company prospered for the next seven years, but continued to decline, even though most of the men still participated in trapping to some extent, besides the guiding and all that, but they still hung in there. And that's about all I have for the fur companies. Well, that was a pretty good synopsis, I think. Yep. And like, I think it, it paints the picture like Tony's saying. It's like, yeah, I mean, this like that's been a major part of this entire podcast thus far, because it was a huge part of the economy. And once again, I want to stress... It's for fucking hats and beaver piss <laughs> substance or whatever. Like urine liquid, li- urine, urine liquid. based liquid. Urine li- like that's like sh- you know processed cheese product. Processed cheese food is what they cheese use. Cheese food, yes. Yeah. Urine based liquid. liquid. That's the next shirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Caster's urine based liquid <laughs> seltzer. <laughs> is Rainier, that any different? Rainier from seltzer, your- beaver caster <laughs> <laughs> flavor. 
Well, and that's the thing is, uh, you, with all these giant fur companies and stuff, you had your 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 trappers that worked for them, and those bitches were basically like indentured servants. Usually, you'd have a year to four year contract, and like your pelts that you got, you know, went straight to the company, and then the company would like pay you, but they paid you shit. And then you, you had. I think it's called chit. No shit. I oh, meant, shit. I meant okay. shit. Like Script. excrement, like feces based liquid or solid. <laughs> um. <laughs> But then, like, what you wanted to be, if you're, like, super cool, cool guy and you can afford your own traps and your own provision stuff, is be an independent trapper. And then, you you know, you can, whatever you catch, whatever you can catch is whatever you can sell. And then you get, that's how you get the big bucks, you know. And then, uh, but most of these motherfuckers were, like, kind of like, yeah, the gig worker style. And they were they were pretty fucked. And a lot of them, you know, quit as soon as they possibly could or, or died. Or you know, died as whatever. soon as they possibly could. Or and then with the constant like buying and selling of companies and shit, and like maybe you really liked working for the Northwest Company, but like the Missouri Company was offered shittier vision and dental plan or whatever. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of job dissatisfaction amongst a lot of these guys. But the ones that we remember their names are the ones that kind of stuck it out. And then a lot of times after the fur trade, you know, with their knowledge of the of the area, you know, like guided for Western expansion sure, sure. and military fucking bullshit and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that's like basically the, the 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 course of Western expansion would not have been possible without a big smelly water rat, and that you can turn into hats and you, it has urine-based liquid. There you go. Like the whole reason, like most of the Western United States is looks the way it does today at least in a large part, is uh, due to that. And then later it was shaped further by large, smelly uh, hamburger creatures. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, and then it was, like, replaced by uh, toxic black substance from the middle of the Earth's crust. Yep, we just hopped so from, it, from resource to resource. Yeah. Also, the, hamburger creature is like uh, <laughs> like the, the dollar store hamburger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fun friends like Scary Clown Man. <laughs> yeah. Purple Triangle Robert, and Robert Cop. Robert Cop <laughs> and Purple Butt Plug. Yeah, yep. there you go. Purple Butt Plug. Scary Clown Man and Hamburger Creature. Yes, Hamburger Creature. I know you talked about uh, the guy in Belarus, but did you hear about the guy in uh, 2018 in Pennsylvania? No, I, I read about tacit ones. I, there was a couple that got attacked in Connecticut that I found a news thing where. The lady, like, they were swimming, and it bit her in the fucking torso. Ooh. So, either, A, she was probably, I guess, probably pretty petite, and also, that was a big fucking beaver. But, like, it showed, like, the scar. I mean, that thing fucked her up, like, pretty good. And and then, when it bit her, she tried to pry its mouth open and cut her hand all the fuck. Oof. And she had to get, like, surgery to make her hand work again. It, like, attacked her and her boyfriend, like, when they were, like, swimming. Damn. But yeah, what's the other? What's the one you're talking about? Oh well, they were. Uh, he was kayaking with his uh, young daughter, and uh, the beaver attacked his boat. So he smacked the beaver a few times with his paddle to no avail. I've been known to smack a beaver a few times. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> then the beaver switched targets and went after his young daughter. Oh, Look. But uh, eventually, he was able to beat the beaver to death with a stick. Oh, good. Wait, who did? The the guy. Oh, oh I, thought the, I, I thought the I kid did. The daughter would. <laughs> yeah. Straight goes all Hannah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. And also in 2012, two Virginia girls were attacked by rabid beavers 
but survived. But they had to go through rabies treatment. Jesus Christ. Uh, there was, I think it was like a Boy Scout troop or a, or a church uh, function or something where like, or a camp or something. And like one of the counselors got attacked and then the Boy Scouts or campers like stoned the thing to death. Mm. There's that one. And then there was a guy that was like scuba diving. That's the only one I could find that recorded a saltwater beaver attack. Oh, dude. Because oh, wow. they're not known for their maritime activities. You know, they're mostly riparian. He's Captain Beaver. Yeah, it's like they're, they're, they're branching out. But the, okay, 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 okay. Admiral Beaver or something. But yeah, like they're, you know, with all animals, like don't fuck with them. Like don't try to rub their belly or whatever. But I don't, you know, makes you think twice about swimming in some of these rivers. You're like, yeah, no mm-hmm. shit, dude. Like, God damn. Have no. you seen the movie Zombievers? No. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that movie. Looks like a beaver dam. Let's go take a look. You girls from out of town? We're staying over there in my cousin's place. We were looking for beavers. Well, hell, ain't we all? I've had enough excitement for one day. What was that? Someone in there? There's a beaver in the bathroom! Can we please go swimming now? Ever occurred to any of you that there might be more beavers? Oh my god! Is that blood? Holy Never seen a real beaver before, close. All I know is our fat rat with big stupid ass teeth. Come on, turn against each other right now. That is exactly what the beavers would want. Beavers are generally more active at night. If their road's locked, we sure as hell can't get through on foot. Suck a bag of grit! There's no way I'm jumping up for this. Is it by the people that brought you Thanksgiving or what? Yeah, pretty close. Okay. <laughs> pretty close. Not the exact same people, but like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Gross. Okay. All right. So, well, since we're recording in the woods... And it's uh, starting to fucking rain. We're going to have to uh, call that the end to this uh, season finale episode. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad it ended with the fucking, you know, my laptop almost getting rained on. Well, you know, get a military-grade laptop and these things won't happen. I have a gaming laptop. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, I'm going to go play uh, Cyberpunk 2077 when everybody falls asleep. How? With my laptop. Don't you have to be online for that? Nope. Okay. Whoa. A little fancy. I brought my laptop too, but it sucks and doesn't have any games on it. <laughs> uh, Mine so, just has porn. Well, you can play that anytime. <laughs> I keep all my porn on my big computer at home. You know, in the file marked taxes. <laughs> so nobody no. looks at it. Yeah. Uh, not like we haven't all seen it. Um, anyway, uh, thank you everybody for joining us for this season. And. Uh, We'll see you next season, which there's, I don't think, really going to be any pause or any I'm pretty sure real there's just going to be changes. A, they're <laughs> like, just going to keep going. You know? <laughs> so. But it's, it's, it's fun to kind of try to mark the passage of time, I guess. Yeah, sure. So uh, Become a hobby in this fucking time of, you know, yeah. 
indoor activity only. So I hope you enjoyed this special episode, and if not, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you um, just listened to a fucking hour on beavers, you stupid yep. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time. Let's go out in a hail of gunfire. Yep, see you next Monday. Hail of gunfire. Kapow. Yeah.